I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. As always, help us elevate the conversation. Weigh in. You can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, 57500. And uh, if you've missed any of the program today, uh, you want to make sure you go back and pick up the podcast, which uh, Kellyanne will have up here shortly. She always does, super fast. And a great way to go back and pick up what you missed. Of course, you can do that on the KSL News Radio app, uh, powered by Any Hour Services as well. Uh, because we've really strung together today a really fascinating principle-based conversation. Uh, as we talked with Adam Brandon about uh, a challenge that uh, Freedom Works has issued to the country to uh, take a pause on Labor Day for 24 hours, turn off your political brain, and focus on celebrating the American brain. More importantly, the American heart and soul, I think, is the the real issue there. And we encourage everyone to do that. We'll have that on our Facebook page uh, as well. Uh, and then we had this great conversation uh, talking to Jane Beckwith from the Topaz Museum about the Japanese internment camps here in the state of Utah. Uh, we talked about the important message from General MacArthur on the day they signed the treaties uh, with Japan, the official surrender, which was done uh, today in uh, August the 2nd, 1945. And his talk about how we have to get to freedom and justice and equality and that we have to move forward with faith and trust in one another. Uh, and those uh, things that make us human and divine. Uh, and in all of this, uh, to me, the, the message is, is just really clear in terms of, yeah, we're, we, we have been broken. We've been broken as a country at many points along the way. We're broken as societies, as communities. We're broken in our families. Uh, we're broken individually. And so I want to round out our program today, and uh, we alluded to this a little bit as we spoke with Jane Beckwith from uh, Topaz Museum, because I, I love the fact that they have so much of the Japanese art uh, out there at the museum. And my favorite form of Japanese art uh, is, is something that is just so powerful in its uh, representation, and that is this uh, ancient art of Kintsugi. Uh, the legend has it that it began uh, with the shogun, uh, with uh, Ashigaka Yoshimasa, Masa, uh, who broke a, a treasured teacup. And after they had uh, tried and failed over and over to actually fix the cup, there was a team of artisans uh, put back together. And they, they took this broken teacup and they created this resin uh, that was mixed with powdered gold. And the result was not only the restoration of a prized teacup, but the complete transformation of the cup into a piece of art with golden lines where the, where the breaks had been. And I, I just think that is so powerfully beautiful uh, that we can have strength and beauty in our brokenness. That applies to each one of us as individuals. That re applies to all of us as citizens of this country, that we can have strength and we can find beauty even in our brokenness. No one's perfect. We've never had a perfect American ever. 
I don't think there's ever been a, a perfect human, pure human. And so it's about overcoming our brokenness. And so how do we do that, especially as we enter into September here? We're going to spend a lot of time over the next several weeks uh, as we look at Suicide Prevention Month. Uh, that is uh, one that has hit so many so close and is always a threat, uh, especially in a time of pandemic where people are feeling more isolated, less hopeful, more hopeless. And some see that as the way out. And to anyone listening, it's not about the way out. It's about the way forward. And the way forward is to link arms and lock arms with the people around you. And just as this Kintsugi art, as you link together, uh, you will become stronger in your broken places. And so part of what we have to do as a society, I'm convinced, we have to break down the facade of perfection and, and we have to fix the underlying anxiety uh, that always begins, it always starts with a very authentic conversation in our homes with those we're closest to and in our communities. And so part of overcoming our brokenness, uh, again, as individuals, is, again, just to get past viewing our life through comparison. You, you can't view your life through somebody else's social media channel. That comparison is fatal vision every single time, so get over it. Uh, and then we have to get into a, a better space, uh, this space that we call uh, courageous vulnerability, where we are willing to say, hey, yeah, I do struggle with that. I do have a challenge here. I can use some help. I could use some insight, some wisdom. Uh, asking for help is a, is a tough one. I love the words of author Brene Brown, who uh, who wrote this. Think about this individually and collectively. Vulnerability sounds like truth, and it feels like courage. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's not an easy one for many of us, uh, including me. Vulnerability sounds like truth, and it feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they're never weakness. So important. If we're going to have conversations about race, <clears throat> equality, justice, opportunity, the founding documents, the founding principles, the founding fathers and mothers, uh, we have to be ready for a different kind of conversation. And that's why I think we've got to get to this idea in this Japanese art of kintsugi. Because again, the result of taking a broken vessel and recognizing that if, if you drop a vase or a teacup, none of them break the same. There's not like a uh, pre-scripted, this is how it's going to break. No. All the pieces are going to be different. And so how they are repaired and brought back together and made stronger is going to be different. So when that teapot, when a vase, when a saucer is damaged, it does break in those really unique ways. As I said, no two cracks are going to be exactly the same. And this is what I love. The the scar, so again, using this resin and this this gold powder, powdered gold, uh, the golden scar from the kintsugi process is always distinctive. So each one looks different. Remember, in America, oneness is not sameness. Even in our brokenness, we are not the same. No community breaks exactly the same when a community breaks down, nor does it be, can it be rebuilt the same because of the unique individuals that are in those communities. So it's, it's, it's a distinctive process. So the word kintsugi literally means golden repair. 
It's the golden repair. But many people like to refer to it as the art of precious scars. The art of precious scars. Now think about that individually. Think about that for each of us collectively as a society. Think about that as a country. Do we have some precious scars in this country? Absolutely. And so those scars uh, we should understand and recognize. And we should see the value in them. And then recognize that it's up to us today to make sure that we're stronger in our broken places. The places where we haven't lived up to our ideals as a nation. The places where we've fallen short in terms of how we treat our fellow man and fellow woman. But we can be stronger in those places. And how do we do that? Only one one chance, one way. By confronting some uncomfortable conversations with each other. Some uncomfortable conversations within ourselves, to be sure. But as we embrace and engage in those, as we have that vulnerability that sounds like truth and feels like courage, we can find that we can actually become stronger in our broken places and have priceless scars of gold to prove it. That's my hope for the nation today. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL's Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.